Alright, welcome back to the Buck Busters Podcast. I'm Bobo with the rest of my crew. What's going on, boys? What's going on? So I have a question for you, these guys. Do you guys remember the debate about the wheels and the doors way back when? If there's more doors or there's more wheels in the world. I'm going to relate that. It wasn't way back when, but it was just. But you know what? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to relate that to hockey. Are there more skates, sticks, or pucks? Are there more hockey sticks, more hockey skates, or more hockey pucks in the world of hockey? What do you think? Probably hockey pucks. I was going to say pucks, yeah. I'm going to go with skates because there's two per player. Plus, they have backups. You you also got to realize how many pucks they go through in a single game. Yes, but, but like, still. And okay, that, and how many of those pucks do you think they give away to fans after? A, a lot. A, a lot. bit. So, I don't know. My first thought was sticks, because how many are on each side of the bench, plus in the back room, we don't that we don't see? Yeah. Because a lot of the times, they have, what, two sticks a player? Three, the, three or four, depending on the player. I, I, I think the goalie has, what, one two. extra? Two? Okay. No, they, two. Well, they, they the goalie stick is a lot harder to break than a normal That's what stick. I thought, because I was like, they probably have one, then they maybe have one backup. And the rest of the players have two or three. So unless you're Jordan Bennington throwing a temper tantrum and smashing against the boards. <laughs> so then you're going to be going through three or four so, a game. But. Yeah, my, so yeah, my first thought was sticks, and then I changed it to skates, because again, it's, you know, but now that you guys say that. I don't if you know, would say yeah. sticks or skates, just flat out sticks or skates, it'd be a huge debate. Yeah. But All right, we'll drop the pucks then. What do you guys think? Sticks or skates? We'll drop the hockey pucks in general. Skits, yeah. Well, that's skips. where the wheels come into play, because... <laughs> <laughs> But, um, well, no, ice, all right, ice skates or hockey sticks? And ice hockey. Oh, man, that's, that is tough. Probably in an average NHL game, I'd have to say sticks. Just because they go through, you know, three, maybe four in a game, depending on who you are. Yeah. If you're someone like Big Z, who could probably demolish a stick with one of his stop shots, yeah. then, you know, he probably has, like, four or five of them behind the bench waiting yeah. for him. Like, yeah. Well, again, yeah. Where, whereas per, per game, you only have one pair of skates. Yeah. Maybe, you probably Maybe go through two, two or three throughout the course of a season. I assume, you know, you play in all preseason games. Mm. You wouldn't stay in the cup. All your four well, series go to seven. Yada, yada, bullshit. Now that I think about it, I mean, all they do is sharpen the blades. They don't really even go through that many skates. They just kind of sharpen the blades until they're, they're at a replace, needle point. Replace the blade or sharpen the blade. Replace yeah, the blade, so sharpen the blade. I'd have to say sticks. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah that's, even, that's a good argument. Uh, again, like, even even throughout the course of the season, like I said, they go through three or four pairs of skates, but that's mm. assumed, pre, again, like I said before, preseason. Preseason and playoffs. Preseason, mm-hmm. all, you play all re- 82 regular season games, and you go through, you know, four rounds of seven with, with your respective team, so. Yeah. But no, six. Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. moving on to the OHL playoff update. Take it away, Jeff. All righty. With the OHL, um... With now the round, second round, now in um, mo- full motion, um, real qu- the recap real quick, the, the last two games that, um, the last two teams to make it to the second round was, um, not, not London, ha, fuck you London. <laughs> yeah. Dude, um, I still, uh, let's, let's pause, London. I still can't believe that happened, man, like, I mean, I think it was what, Tuesday or Wednesday? Me and Colin are chirping this dude on Twitter. Oh, chirping this I London start, fan on well, Twitter. Well, I start because I start after no. I found out they won. They Kitchener won. So I, I immediately text you guys. I'm like, I'm like, Kitchener beat London. And we we're both like, what? Yeah, yeah. They, this is back on May fifth, May fifth, yeah. so wow. Friday. Oh so, no, Thursday. Sorry, Thursday. Thursday. Is it just Thursday? Okay. Yes. Yeah, so I immediately text you guys, and then I'm as I'm wait. I meet. I actually started the, the trip. I'm like, I immediately. Chirp on London's Twitter. I'm like, 
Like, have fun in the off season, guys. Bring your golf, sweet, sweet Caroline. <laughs> Take your golf club, boys. Have fun in the oh, summer. Man, it's, uh, I'm so happy. That, I'm, I'm again. This is one. This is a take that we shit on Bobo for in his predictions. I'm pretty sure you predicted Kitchener to win. I in did. Seven. He, was, said, he, was he said only, in seven. He was the only one in studio to say London would lose. And, and not only did he get it right, he got it right in the exact amount of games. See, too. the only reason I said in seven because. Both Kitchener and London are great franchises. Now, don't get me wrong. Kitchener was kind of bottom of the barrel this year. They definitely struggled, and they just squeak in the playoffs. Literally, by well, the last, what, week of the season? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they made it into the playoffs by three points. Three yeah. points. By so. the hair on my chinny-chin-chin. Chin. Yeah. I, I think it's funny the fact that London obviously took, they went from being the third seed Losing to the seventh seed. Yeah. Second seed. Second, Second seed. Second seed losing to the, which makes it even better. Yeah. <laughs> Who was the first? Flint. 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 Okay. No, wait, Windsor. Windsor. Oh, no, yeah. That's, that's like his Flint was third. I, was like his, I almost said Hamilton, but I'm like, I don't think Hamilton third was that. Third in the East. Okay. I was going to say, I don't Ham- think Hamilton, Hamilton was. was the first seed in the okay. East, yeah. But in the West, it was Windsor. Windsor. And then, okay. um. Wait, what? Windsor, London, Flint, Sioux. Yeah. That's on uh, the Then I can't right. remember the, the bottom four. Or was it in Guelph? Owen Sound. And Owen Sound, Guelph. Kitchener. Uh, Kitchener, uh, Sarnia. Yeah. But the fact that, you know, that's, that's huge. Yeah. And it's, oh, that, I'm, so I'm, I'm just so glad that we're not seeing London winning another just cup like they're, they're just, all the dude was, the dude had no, has come up with every excuse in the book why they lost and just kept chirping eerie for never making the playoffs. And I'm like, you can't lose in the playoffs if you never make it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey. Uh, hey, I technically mean, we're undefeated in the playoffs, so... In the past five years, we are undefeated in the playoffs. I know, yeah. have not lost a playoff game. <laughs> um, I'm kind of, oops, Go ahead, Jeffy. I was going to say, I know there was one guy, like, uh, not on the uh, our Otters page at me, where all four of us are part of, that we talked to other Otters fans, but on the Otters' main Facebook page, um, there was a Kitchener fan. And he's like, because obviously we all, he honestly knew we were all Otters fans, we were rooting for Kitchener to beat London. He's like, he's like I appreciate all of you guys like your guys' fans for cheering for us. Someone, one, I knew someone was saying, like, like, you cheered for us when we were going for our championship run in 2017 and when we beat London. So we're like... It, it's our, it's, it was your turn to return the favor and help cheer made, up my Rangers. Made they yeah. delivered. So. Yep. Yep. Um, and then another <clears throat> big one, which I'm surprised it went to Game 7, um, Flint and Owen Sound. That one went to seven. Wow. Flint, Flint, Flint took it, though, right? Flint took yeah. it. But obviously, I. So Windsor only went to what, six or five? Five, I want to say. I think five. Windsor and Owen Sound went to seven. Did they go to seven, too? Yeah. Holy crap. Hang on. Let me read. Oh, Windsor say, and Sarnia went. Oh, I'm sorry. Windsor and Sarnia only went to six. Okay, I'm okay. saying. No, no, they didn't go to six. It was either five or six, because I know damn well. That, yeah, like Kyle said. I know damn well. Because I know we debated it last week. He said, what if that was Erie in that spot? Like, we proved throughout the regular season that we could beat them. Or they, at least that could have been us pushing at, game seven. At least be, like, if not beat them, they like, at least be very competitive. Only have, like, a one-goal game, if mm. that. Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah, so that was kind of the last two games that happened in the first round. Um, with the second round, obviously, now in full motion. Um, Wolf is, um, oh, my bad. Um, Windsor is now playing Kitchener, um, and obviously, with their win the other last night, um, Windsor's up one one in the, one zero in the series. Um, 
But who do you guys kind of have going for that? Who is it? Windsor and... Windsor and Kitchener. And game... The, currently, Windsor's... I they, still... They already got one game. Oh, so one and I still feel like it's going to be Windsor, but with showing how Kitchener playing against London, it's not going to be easy. No. No. I can right. see very easily, very easily see this being another seven game series for Ranger, I have, for the fa- for the fact that we now that we've seen that they can they put they were fully in, they could play against London how well they played against them I think this could go seven very easily Windsor seven. Windsor's gonna win it but Kitchener well, is gonna give them give them a run for their money here's the only problem I have with that a lot of teams a lot of bottom shelf teams like that they play good their first series and then they fucking tank the second series and that tends to happen a lot especially in the NHL but look at what happened with Montreal I know but still every once in a while it goes good half the time when there's a sixth or seventh seed that goes to the second round they freaking tank and they get swept so I'm gonna go I'm going to go Kitchener losing in five. Really? I'm going to go yeah. Windsor in five. I'm going to say Kitchener's I mean, going to win. I mean, I'm yeah, Kitchener, they probably they beat the hell out of themselves. Not only did they beat in the beam but they, they beat the hell out of themselves. They, um, they got kicked up and down that yeah. ice all seven Kitchener's going to win one game at home. They're going to win their first home game, and they're going to lose and the rest. And then lose game he, four and five. He, here's the thing. As much as I want to disagree with Bobo, knowing his track record when it comes to the use... I, I can't disagree. I, I want to be right on one of these series, especially with Bobo. Like, I, I got to go with Bobo. I last suck year, at every, Last I, year we talked shit on him for picking Dallas to be seventh. Look what happened. Like, as much as I, I want to disagree. This year we, we talked shit on him for saying that London was going to lose, even though as much as we hate him, we're like, London's too good. They're going to win. Yeah, as, as much as I want to disagree with you, Bobo, I have to side with you. I don't know why he's, he's so good at picking upsets and just picking good teams to tank. I have to side with Bobo. Dude, I, if I could see in the future, I would go to Say, well, I don't know what you're doing here if you can predict the future. <laughs> Honestly. Okay, if I can predict the future, you're going to be a lawyer, my brother's going to be a doctor, you're going to be a hobo, and you're going to be something I don't know yet. Why, why the fuck am I a hobo? Call me Alice Go Chanky, man. I mean, fuck. You're going to be sitting on the under, on the underbridge like, of I-90. Alex Go you walk into the front office and you've already been traded. <laughs> Hi, Alex. Nice to meet you. You've been traded somewhere else. Nice. Fuck. How was your flight? Good, good, because you're on another one. Get out. <laughs> we already paid for your ticket, but you're not first class this time. We're not going to treat you like Toronto oh, did. He was traded what? T- traded twice in a matter of three days or something. Yeah. <laughs> didn't That's... even didn't even play a, a single game with I think what was it Carolina? Yeah, yeah, yeah Carolina. And, and then he got shipped up. Sorry, bud. To Toronto. <laughs> All right, real quick before we move on to the next series, um. Kitchener actually tied the series with their win with Windsor tonight, four to two. Oh wow! That okay. just ended. So okay. So it's now. Officially. Good thing we took that little pause, so we got the got the actor to announce that. Because <laughs> five games. Yeah. Five games. Because um, the games that were played today was Hamilton um, against Mississauga. We'll get to that in a second. Kingston and North Bay, and then Flint and Sioux. Mm-hmm. Then speaking of Sioux and Flint, that's. Um, Is that series over? That's no. the, that's the series we're going to talk next. Um, Flint is up two to zero in the series right now against wow. Sioux. Um, what do you got? Like right now, obviously with well, Flint being up, but see, what that, do you guys still? Um, it's gonna be Flint, I think. I think yeah. Flint in six. Well, you see, that surprises me because yeah, I mean the, the, the conference final, Flint and Windsor. Oh, that's gonna be a oh, dog God. fight. Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> That's going to be well, a dog and play. also what a I was well, what I was going to say is also what was it two or three years ago when Sue swept 
or who did Sue sweep to go for the playoff run? It was like three. Was it? It wasn't the audit. You, you, you were asking the wrong person. I, okay. Sure. Anyways, the fucking like three or four years ago, Sue was dominating oh, playoffs. I know. Who, it I don't was, remember who they swept, but we put them in the second round. It was. I it, forget I, who they I swept. I think it was 2018 because that's when Hamilton and Sue played each and other they might have in swept, the finals. They might have swept. Because Hamilton took. Sue five games to one. Yeah, but um, still, him. Well, four, games, four to games. One. Yeah, I was yeah. say four games to one. Yeah, I'm so, just thinking of game five. Yeah, but Sue, four games to one. Sue was on fire the last. You know, at pre 2018. You know, we would always hear about them in the playoffs. We'd always normally get them <coughs> round one. Because it was when Otters when we were when they were actually making like the three teams we always Otters always confronted in the playoffs. London, Guelph, and Sue. Yes. They were, and obviously one of those three were the always the ones with, that with, 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 I mean, with all three of those teams being consistently good, consistently successful franchises, no matter, if you're in the playoffs, you're going to be playing one of those teams, one, yeah. regardless of what happens. You're going to be playing well, one of those all, teams. What? We made, how long was the Otters' playoff run? You guys might know that better than us, too. It was well, like well technically, we were, they would have made the playoffs if... We didn't have if the shutdown didn't happen. Yeah. But the last before then was the, the last, championship was year. the championship. Because yeah, we yeah. we swept the first round. Was it we, Owen Sound? We, yeah. It was uh, four it, games to the one. Sarnia squeaked the win. Sarnia, okay. And then games that. and then London and no, Harriers. it was I, I remember uh, it was four games against Sarnia, seven against London. I forget who we played six, in Congress. Owen Sound is six. Owen Sound was six, and then Ooh, obviously five, five. five against yeah. Mississauga. Because so. I remember there was, I remember in Erie Insurance, a, that game, a bunch of people brought brooms and they lost and put game five and oh, they put game five away. Because it was game four in Erie, and we were all picked. We when? Were, when, you, we were, you, when we won the championship? Yeah. Game, game five was in Erie. Was it? Yeah. Yep. It was one and two in Erie, three and maybe, four in Mississauga. Okay, maybe because there was we, we had a home ice advantage through the first like okay. Yeah, we had the entirety of the playoffs. We, yeah, were, the, yeah. we were the best team in the league that year. Yeah, we, no, we were number two in the league. Were we? We were number two in the league, but there was an upset in the second round, so we ended up playing I think the number four seed, uh, Sue. Okay. And then, regardless, we had the home ice advantage throughout the whole entirety of the playoffs. Okay, because there was one year where I remember a bunch of people brought brooms, and we lost that game. We were up 3-0. We lost that game, and we won on away ice. The one game we all won to, it was game four. Everyone got all ramped up. They brought brooms, and the Otters lost in overtime. We were like, mother fucker. And then game five, the Otters put it away, and they came home to celebrate. Because we had that, we had that, there was a big-ass watch party in the Erie Insurance Arena. That we all went to, and they won in game five, and we came to the studio to celebrate. I don't remember what year that was. That might have been 17. No, because no. we, we won all the series on the horse. Yeah. Okay. There was one year I specific, maybe I went with Paul, because Paul, my stepdad Paul used to work for the Otters, so maybe it was something like that where he took Mom and I, and maybe that's what I remember. So kind of going off of what, you, what are your thoughts, Colin? Flint and Sue? Flint. Flint. That's no that, that, that the guys with the dirty water playing all the way. <laughs> um, kind of moving over to the east. Um, we got North Bay and Kingston currently both tied at one, one apiece. Um, I'm going North Bay. Yeah. That that one's gonna be probably. Um, what? That's probably gonna be five. I'm gonna go Kingston and six. Kingston. Six. I think that I'm gonna say Kingston's gonna win the next two, go up three one. Um, I'm 
North Bay is going to win one, make it 3-2, and Kingston, are they just, Kingston have, have home ice advantage? Yes, they and do. And Kingston's going to win it away in game six. Um, I'm going to agree with Bubble, but in seven. I'm going to say in Kingston seven. in seven. So you're, they're going to win it on home ice. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. I know I went with Bobo earlier. I'm going to go against Bobo. I'm going to say North Bay, but in six. Okay. Okay. And then the, the last one, um, it's Hamilton and Mississauga. Currently, Hamilton's up 2-0 to zero in the series. Ooh, that, Hamilton. Hamilton's going to sweep that series. I think that one's going to probably be the only sweep. Bring out the I'm gonna say I'm going to say that they're going to drop one only because it, it's very hard to sweep two consecutive series. Especially in the playoffs, it's very tough to win eight consecutive games in the playoffs. So I, mean, I feel like they're, they're going to drop probably game four. That way, that I'm saying they might they might purposely like not push as hard in game four. That way, they can come back and just yeah. sh- completely show them up on home ice. Yeah. Probably probably well, win on home ice in game five, like six to one or something. Okay, like maybe not like actually show up and try, but but maybe yeah. just you know get coffee. Yeah. Well, okay. Hey, hey, we're opening three one. We're gonna win the two. And then almost pull in Toronto, but you know actually come back and win. Yes. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I mean, I agree with both of you, but at the same time, it's hard to do two consecutive sweeps. But Hamilton has the power. Oh, they do. They hundred percent do. But they that's have, why they're winning the series, regardless. Yes. But like, and how many games? I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with Jackie. Bring out the fucking brooms, baby, because they're sweeping. You think? I think. Huh? I think Bold? they're gonna go four game. I think they're gonna go all four games, and they're going to the conference finals. Oh, without a doubt. Without right? a doubt, they're gonna go to the fucking cup without a doubt. It's gonna be that one. Depending who ends up winning North Bay and Kingston and how good of that series has been, we'll, we'll see. We'll have to keep an eye on that because, you know, again, I'm the only one who has Kingston when these two have North Bay. So we'll have to keep an eye on that one for sure. <clears throat> and then that's all of what we have this week on the OHL. All right, time to bump it up to IIHF. Uh, the U.S. men's team has released the roster for 2022 uh, to compete in Tamper. I'm, I'm probably going to butcher the, these cities' names. Tamper and Helensky, Finland, for the, the tournament between May 13th and 29th. Uh, Forge being Riley Barber, Kiefer Bellows, Thomas Bordeler, Sasha. I'm not even going to attempt that last name. Sean Farrell, our boy Alex Kachanyuk, Adam Gaudet, uh, Judd Hayden. Sam Lafferty, hell yeah. Vinny, I'm not... Half these names, I'm not, I'm not even going to try. Uh, Vinny Lettery, Carson Kuhlman, Ben Myers, and Austin Watson. Uh, on the blue line, Nick... Pronounce his last name. Blankenberg. Uh, I think it's Blankenberg. Uh, Jordan Harris, Luke, uh, Luke Hughes, both Seth and uh, Caleb Jones, J- uh, Jacob Magna, Andrew Paik, and Nate Schmidt. I'm, I'm surprised Nate Schmidt's that young. Yeah. Yeah. How old is he? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure. I don't even know who Nate Schmidt is, to be honest with y'all. I, I know he was drafted into Vegas in their inaugural season. but Breaking like, news, Alex Galchenik has been traded to Team Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, he might thrive in Canada. He'll be the oldest person there. Be like, okay, boys, we got this. And then losing get He's traded. He's 30. Nate Schmidt? Yeah. Uh, how, old, how old can he be to be in the... Double, uh, I'm not sure. I think you can be any because uh, I'll explain when we get to our topic. I'll explain why I'm. I, I thought you had to be 25 and under. That's well, <laughs> okay, no like for. Okay, this isn't the AHF juniors. This is the, the, right, the men's world. Okay. The yeah. Men's world. Yeah. All right. Well, when we get to our main thing, I'll explain what I, my thoughts on this. And then uh, goaltenders John Gillies, Strauss, 
Strauss man and Alex Strauss man. <laughs> Strauss man. And then yeah, Alex and Delkovich. So solid goalie in there in mm-hmm. the yeah. You definitely have a good starting goaltender. It's who, who are you going to pick for your number two? Yeah. So. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, moving on. Obviously, there are some complications with the COVID protocol bullshit between the U.S.-Canada border. Obviously, two teams are really affected with that, with the Toronto Maple Leafs and the, uh, and the Edmonton Oilers. Obviously, you know, with them having to cross borders, Toronto going down to Tampa and Edmonton going down to L.A. Apparently, they had to take a bus across the U.S.-Canada border and then take a plane to... So, like, Toronto... That's stupid. Ha- yeah. <laughs> So instead of take, taking a test, so like I know Toronto has to drive down to, to Buffalo and then fly from Buffalo to Tampa. I don't know what Edmonton's path is going to be, but it's probably, much I'd say probably Edmonton, Seattle, I'd guess maybe. Yeah. And then Seattle down to LA. That's too long of a drive. I'd say somewhere in Minnesota, like St. Paul. Yeah. Or, let me let me let me actually open up the article and read. But, uh, but as so... you're doing that, but with Evgeny Malkin's third overtime game winner. That is his second career overtime goal in the playoffs. His first one being in round two of game five, 2009, against Washington. I think it's kind of funny with... His 13 career playoff game winning goals are the most among all active players. I guess uh, what a game that was. God, what a game. I think what's funny, um, Kyle and Colin will back me. Because when we... When Columbus and Tampa played in the bubble against each other in 2020, one went to what five overtimes? Yeah, yeah, it was fun. We were golfing that day, like when the game started. Like, like we we're on the eighth hole. I'm like, guys, they're going to overtime. We get to the car, guys, they're going to second overtime. We get to that boys, guys, they're going to like fifth overtime or something like yeah. that. And it was because I went to a concert on Tuesday. The game was just starting. I'm keeping up every na- in between um, bands and that. I'm like, third period, overtime. And then we're going in overtime. First period. At the end of the first, we're going second overtime. I'm like, are you kidding? And then, the Smith, I and then the Smith went down halfway through the second overtime. And I'm like, mm. fuck. Putting in a goal, a cold third string goaltender in the middle of a playoff game, in the middle of an overtime playoff game. like Yeah, so no, he killed it, though. He um, did, he did. Go, going back to the Canadian teams thing, uh, Kyle's right, creative tra- travel. Oh, uh, this is how. Via HockeyPatrol.com, creative travel for Canadian playoff teams. The Oilers flew to Vancouver last night and will bus to Washington before flying to L.A. By doing this, the Oilers avoid mandatory COVID testing for air travel into the U.S. Driving across the border doesn't require testing. The Maple Leafs took a bus to Buffalo this morning and will fly to Tampa Bay via... Um, no word on the Calgary plan with their flight to uh, Dallas, but, you know. Yeah, but, you know, when Penguins and Rangers went into their overtime, the only reason I knew we won, because my TV was about five minutes behind, and I was in my room watching the game, and I heard my mom scream, let's fucking go! Because both my parents were raised in Pittsburgh. And I'm like, they what still the were hell? Up that late? Yeah. And I'm like, well, my mom was, Paul went to bed because he had a game to ref the next day. And I'm like, what the fuck? I fast-forwarded through everything, and I caught the highlight of Malkin's goal, and I'm like, holy fuck. Fun, funny thing is, so Tuesdays are my night nights at work and my adult job, and, you know, I, I go into that day, like, okay, the, the game's going to be over by the time I get home. Not a big yeah. deal. So as soon as I punch out, I check my phone. 
going in the first overtime. I'm like, damn. No way. So I rush home and catch like the last 10 minutes of the, ten minutes of first overtime. I pull it up and I watch the rest of the, the overtimes. I'm like, yeah. are you fucking Yeah. So um, little backstory I have to say. I made a bet with one of my managers at work. He is a Rangers fan. And obviously I'm a Pens fan. And like Tuesday night we made a deal like, hey, the, the loser of the series has to buy the winner of the series a, a lunch or whatever. So it's been back and forth. We we I know we've both been, you know, biting our nails on the series. So. Probably chirping at each other, too. Well, it's we'll, crazy. We'll, we'll, we'll say a comment or two to each other about this and get back to work. Mm. But it's it's, it's yeah. definitely an interesting series. Oh, yeah. But speaking of that game, Louis Domingue became, Domingue, however you pronounce it, became the first goaltender in NHL history to end the, enter a playoff game in the second overtime or later. Which is, it's crazy. Is that, that, that even happened. Like, I said, when that happened, I was like, son of a bitch. I you actually hear that they're selling you know, spicy pork and broth at BPG now. Are they? Really Are like, they? Yeah, no <laughs> joke. They're selling that at uh, every concession stand. Nice. BPG That's cool. I say, for him being a third string goaltender, he, he's, he's holding his own. He's doing a pretty good job. I'm, I'm not going to, like, obviously, this is his very first time, so yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to. Bash him for like no. giving up. You can't. He, he, even is, if even if you're a Rangers fan, you can't bash him. That dude did incredible that night for like uh, you know going off I what mean, Colin said, being a cold third string. It's not like he's Jari's backup as if like to Smith you know or to Smith or you know someone one of the other starters got hurt and he was a second string and he went in cold. Yeah, that might be a different story. Because uh, cold second strings don't normally happen, but at the same time, when they hit the ice, if they have to get pulled off, you already know they're warmed up, they're rocking, yep. they're ready to go. Domingue had to get, or Domingue had to get in that mindset of like, okay, holy fuck, this is OT, it's on me. And then, I mean, obviously he gave up five goals in the yeah. game three. I mean, game two, my bad. Um, I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, but like, you can't. You can't go wrong. Like obviously, it's a yeah, and then, in game three, he, gave, he gave up he gave up three goals in the second period of of game three. But I'd say only maybe not only one of them is his fault. Our, our defense was atrocious in that yeah. second period. It yeah. was an cough, absolute cough, joke. Cough, yeah. cough, curse with Tang. Yeah. Cough, cough. It doesn't help that you know his D partner Brian Dumoulin's out. Yeah. Like still, yeah. as, well, as as a, the Penguins have been proving that how how important Brian Dumoulin is to yeah. that lineup, which oh, I have heard yeah. he should be back for game four. Yeah. But they've proved how important he is to that line. By the way, Tristan Dreyer did hit the ice today. Yeah, I saw. That's so how he hit it. He hit it and I saw too. Raquel yeah. was also. Raquel, Raquel was also back on the ice, so he should also be back for game four. Well, well it was funny because, like, last night I was at a concert and I was keeping track of the Penguins Rangers game. And I saw Penguins are up like 3 0 to start, you know. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Intermission at the concert and Elton was three, and it was tied at three. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, well, you're up 3 0. And then going off what these guys said, second period. I was like, holy shit, and my phone was blowing up during the concert. I'm thinking it's these the guys here in the studio or my other couple of friend groups that are like, oh my god, I'm jealous, I'm this, I'm that. No, it was a fucking Penguins game with all the penalties. Yeah, and, and not, not much else to talk about. One last thing, Marc-Andre Fleury reaches third all-time for career playoff wins tied. with win number tied for third all-time. With, with uh, Grant Fur. Grant Fur. Well, yeah, wait. With his uh, 5-1 win in Game 3 against Minnesota. 92nd second career playoff win. So, I, yeah. awesome job, Flower. Congratulations, awesome. man. Absolutely. Again, I have that series going 7, and I have Minnesota. 
And I, I put it on Facebook, and I put it on, there's an app called Relevant that I have, which is a small podcast app. I put it out there to one of the po- hockey podcasts, and all the guys were like, dude, you're full of shit. That's not going to happen. And what was that? Uh, it's currently the, tied at two. Yeah, there's the milestone you posted earlier. Ian Cole, his 100th Ian career Cole, playoff game. Yeah. Which, so, I didn't realize he was in the league for that long. Me neither. But then again, the, the seri- like, that two playoff runs with Pittsburgh, Colorado, and now with Carolina definitely yeah. do help, help well, this case. Ian Cole was with the, what year did we win back-to-back? Oh, 16, 16, 17. Okay. I thought we won one, what, 07? 09. Back-to-back in 1991, and then, yeah. was it 91-92? I, I, I know we had one. In the early, like earlier two thousands, oh eight or oh nine, I can't remember what year because I remember Ian Cole being a penguin in oh nine. No. No, 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 that was way before nope. Ian Cole's time. No, wow, okay. I thought Ian Cole was with the with the penguin. You've reached your limit on talking. Shut the. <laughs> there are All only right. two defensemen on the roster that were with penguins in 09 as well as sixteen seventeen. That's Chris Tang and Rob Skidari. Okay. So, that's right, bud. Oops. All right, guys, moving on to this week's main topic. I, I, I had kind of seen this. Uh, I've seen previous ideas of people doing this with baseball and with football. What we're going to be doing is we have the list of the top 30 ranked unrestricted free agents at the end of the season, and we're going to be predicting where they're going to be signing. If they're going to re-sign with the same team, if they're going to sign with a different team, you know, it all, all depends on your opinion and what you think is going to happen. Uh, ranked number one was Patrice Bergeron. Uh, my prediction, I think he's just going to re-sign with the Bruins probably mm, yeah. another one or two, th- maybe two, three years and you know, at the end of that and probably call his retirement. Yeah. Retires, That's what I thought. Reti- I th- retires a lifetime Bruin. I don't think, I, I think Boston would be friggin' stupid if they yeah. don't re-sign, you know, Pat Beer. Yeah. yeah. He's the team captain for well, a reason. Yeah. And especially. Can you imagine like yeah. being him playing there for what, 11, 12 years, 11. finally getting the C and then you get traded the season after? <laughs> yeah. Well. Also, you know, with a salary cap of six point eight million dollars, that's not too expensive for a hockey no, player. No, especially for his age. I mean, it, yeah, he's, if, he, if he wants to stay, I'm sure he's going to do. He's, like he's probably going to drop a little bit. My I'd guess, say maybe do like a two year, six million well, a year. What I'm going to guess, he's thirty six. So six. He's thirty six. He is thirty six. So what I'm going to say, he's going to play. He's going to sign a four year contract the day he hits forty. He's going to call it quits. He's going to play till he hits 40 and call it if, quits. If he does decide to go somewhere else that's not being town, maybe Philly? That I, was I feel, my... I feel, I yeah, like Philly, yeah, I can see yeah. that. I, I feel like Philly would be a good you know, uh, market for him, a good, you know... Yeah, a, good, a good Claude Giroux replacement. Yeah. Well, my first thought but was again, even... If, if, if he decides to be town. Yeah. I even thought Washington. I thought he could maybe not, not, replace. Not to, no spoil anything, but I do have one of the, one of somebody else later on as as a replacement for Drew. So not not too much, not to spoil anything, but. All right, I'm moving on to did the number. Jeffy, did you say you didn't say yours? Did you? Um, I I said Berger. He's gonna resign. He's gonna re-sign. I said. I said he was going to re-sign, at least do a, a one or two year yeah. contract. All right. Um, S- ranked second is Johnny Gaudreau. I'm gonna call it risky here. I see him signing with the Penguins. Really? With, with us, we're probably going to lose Latang. We'll probably lose Brian Rust. That's a lot of money we have to pour into him. Yeah. A very solid boom. He can jump right onto that first line. Gensel, Crosby, and Gaudreau. But here's, here's the thing. If he's going to be that hometown biased, he was, he's born and raised right outside of Philadelphia. That's yeah. right, yeah. So, you know, Philly's probably, in, uh, obviously, they're going to be yeah. in that rebuild phase. Like, okay, who, who, who do we have to replace, you know, Drew? 
obviously they're probably going to fill mm. that role or try to fill that role with you know Patty B. But like outside Logan Couture, who do they have for offensive threats? No one. Yeah. Honestly, like no they, they don't have much. So, so they they might try to go with their I mean, cap space. Joe Farabee's shown shown signs of, of stuff. You know, Kim Atkinson it's his first year over here, so he hasn't gotten to prove much yet. But but at the same point, like how do you fill out that top six in Philadelphia? Well here here's what I was gonna say. What they do with Johnny Hockey is they rebuild around him. So they use him and Claude Drew as their two building. Claude Drew's in Florida. Or, I'm sorry, yeah. They use they use, You're thinking of Couture. Yeah, Couture and Johnny Hockey as their two building points. So that way you have one offensive or two offensive where you can say, okay. Then they can kind of browse through the rookies and browse through this list that we have. And they say, okay, he's a free agent. Let's pay him 10 mil a year for two years. You know, and then... They bond, and they say, okay, we're going to drop you to eight grand because you love this city so much, but we're going to have you play on the first line. It, it's how, how do you build – how well do you build that top six? And, like, how, how can you build around that top six exactly. on the board? Exactly, So, uh, assuming that Philadelphia does pick up Patty B and they pick up Johnny Hockey, mm-hmm. like, how well do you, you build around I, that I can top see them getting one or the other. I can't see them getting both. Well, Unless if Patrice Bergeron and Johnny Hockey decide well, to take pay cut. I mean, jo- well, Johnny Hockey's right now at 6.7 mil. So I could maybe see him taking a pay cut to six, maybe five and a half. You know, call it five and a half. I don't see him going any lower than six. He, he's, he's, not, he's worth more than six, so. But at, with, the same, ego, but, well, like, but at the same time, yes, he's not worth more. He's worth more than six. But if you're willing to put someone like Patty B alongside you on that first line, yeah. you're like, hey, if we put Patrice Bergeron next to you for you know five point five instead of six, I'd be like, dude, fuck yes, yeah, sign where, me where, up. Where do you have him signing? I have him resigning with Philly. Johnny doesn't play with Philly. He, I have him going to Philly. Okay, what are you? What are you That's have? actually where I said. You said Philly he, as well. Here's you, the also, thing. you also it, Philly. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. He does number one. He doesn't fit the Daryl Sutter, you know. Thing. Sutter keeps treats him like shit. Yeah, like it's I think so, like he, he's but, a piece of garbage. Like, kind of like here, I can't stand him. Here, here's the thing. In order to get Johnny Hockey in Philadelphia, you have to go after Patty B. Yes, exactly. I feel like all the pieces will fall into place, assuming you get Pat, Patrice Bergeron. Yeah. It's a sign first in Philadelphia. Yes. Yeah. All right, ranked third, obviously, Evgeny Malkin. Um, based on him saying he's willing to take a pay cut, I can see him also re-signing with the Penguins yeah. probably for yeah, one, or, one yep. or two years to finish off his career. That's what I said. I said I, three and years. I ra- out of, I'm not, without being biased, I think, obviously, he said he would take the cut and he'd rather play the game and stay in Pittsburgh. And I am would be thrilled to have just the fact that he's staying true that he wants to play he would rather play the game than than get paid than, yeah yeah and but also because he's been in with Pittsburgh his whole career I, I would like yeah, yeah. So do we all have him re-signing with yes. Pittsburgh yeah. I have there, there's there's no way he's gonna be leaving the still city no. anytime yeah. soon so other than retirement he his uh he's worth nine point Five million. His cap is nine point five. So if they oh, drop, I can see him, him cutting to down to probably eight. seven and a half. I was going to say eight, seven and a half to maybe, eight, maybe six and a half. Six, six and a half. I'd say basement is seven. Yeah. It, no, in order to stay in the Steel City and in order to keep winning like Pittsburgh does, 
I, I say him cutting down to six million. Okay, but yeah, how do you that's think? Something. Like if, with him taking a pay cut, us probably losing the tank, probably losing rest. That's why I can see us signing Johnny Gaudreau. Yeah. But at the same point, like who who else do you want to build? Like who who else do you want to bring in to Pittsburgh? Drew Paste, a said Brian Rust. Yeah. What if we brought in, you know, this is one of my people, what if we brought in a Philip Forsberg? He's a free agent this year. Yeah. What if we brought in a Philip Forsberg to replace a Brian Rust? They played the we, same We position. will get to that here in a couple couple ranks. Uh, rank number four is Tomas Hurdle. Uh, I can see him getting a pretty massive contract over in San Jose. Yeah. Him yeah. Yep. Getting a pretty damn massive I said contract. Four, I said four seasons with the Sharks. Uh, I'd say probably five or probably five or six at least, they, probably like six, six, seven million a year. They they need a solid Ford or a solid veteran to come back into San well, Jose. Yeah. Well, here's my question because I have all their I have all their what they're worth. What's he's what is he making right now? Right now his cap five point six. Oh yeah, he'll he'll, he'll get him, up to at least six. six I was gonna half. say, do you see him getting at a raise six. or do you see San Jose rebuilding and keeping him maybe? Drop him down five and a half and keeping him. No, he he's worth six, but he's proven him, that he's worth more. So. Ham, Kocher, and Brett Burns. Yeah, as, as three, the yeah. building three, the original trio. Is, is that another one we all agree on? I'll see him yeah. resigning. Yeah, yeah. All right, number five, John Klingberg. Um, I can see him signing with Anaheim. Yeah. Especially I can since, see him going to Anaheim. Especially since with because um, I mean the, the only good defenseman they have right now is Drysdale. As a and third, Josh Manson maybe as well. You can throw him in there. Drysdale is a third pairing defenseman right now at best. Yeah, but, so definitely if he if he proves that he can jump up to second, you can throw Klingberg right there next to him. Klingberg yeah, and Drysdale is the one two punch on that second yeah, line. Because I know that'd be pretty damn good one two punch. Earlier in the year, he was originally asking or requesting a trade out of Dallas. Mm-hmm. So That's probably, I, he's he's one of the ones that I right off the bat I'm like he's not re-signing with Dallas. Yeah. He's going to be going elsewhere. I thought he's going to be gone at the trade deadline. That's what but, I thought. Especially I, with him wanting out. I agree he's going somewhere else, but... Yeah, I mean, he, he's right now he is currently making $4.2 million a year. He's 29 years old. Um, I he, can definitely see him probably jumping up to, to 5 mil. Here's the thing. I don't. I agree with him going, but I don't see him going to hang on. Really? Where, where do you see him going? To a division rival. Pittsburgh, Philly? Nashville. Oh, to Dallas and that rival. Okay. Yeah. Dallas okay. is a rival in Nashville. Because you have a top defenseman. I can see that, too. You, you see a top defenseman in Roman Yossi. Yossi and Yossi and Klingberg. That's a definite top shut, uh, shutdown defenseman. Well, here's what that's I like have. A, that's like okay. a four-picking Gonchar of 2009. Yeah. Well, yeah. Here, here's, what I, here's what I have for mine. I have, he signs with one of somewhere in the East. where I said, or not in the East. I said Tampa, Pittsburgh, or, or Washington. If not, not I can see him in Washington too. That's what I thought. I can see him in Washington. I forget. I, here, here's my only concern. I, I feel like he wants to go for the number one D-man spot. Yeah. Oh, he does. There's no doubt. But he's gonna have to like, go for somewhere that can afford to put him there. That's why. That's well, not, why I said Anaheim. Not, not only afford, but like where realistically can he put him? Because like, in Washington, you have John Carlson as the number one D-man out there. Oh well, okay. Pittsburgh being Chris Tate, but like, he's probably I, a gun. Yeah, well, well right. regardless of where we put like, assuming Pittsburgh keeps their current roster, Washington keeps their so, current so roster. So you said Nashville, Jeffy, what do you say? Well, you I said Anaheim. You said Anaheim as well? Okay, what if you put him in a spot like Buffalo, where they need the help, or Chicago, 
or New Jersey where they need that help and they can use him where, to where build. It can be, where, yeah, again, more places where he's guaranteed exactly, a number one. Exactly, yeah. where he's guaranteed uh, the Bob, front. Bob was actually on to something he's guaranteed <laughs> no, that, that He's guaranteed the line one of defense, but you can use him to rebuild. You can say, okay, if Roman Yossi's a free agent next year, can you imagine Klingberg and Yossi in Dallas or <laughs> in New Nashville. Jersey? Well, that, in, that's, that's where I'm saying Nashville. Because, like, it's a division rival. Nashville doesn't yeah. need help with defense, though. They what? have Yossi. Hold, hold on. Here's the thing. Like, look, look at the playoff series right now. Right now, Nashville's down 3 to nothing. The only defensive no, person. No, it's 2-1. 2-1? 2-1. 2-1. 2-1 Dallas. Oh. Who's Nashville weird. playing? Well, Nashville's playing Colorado. Never yeah. mind. Yeah, You're Na- right. Nashville, I apologize. Na- Nashville's down 3 to nothing right now. I thought they are playing they're, Nashville. Their number one D person is Norman Ilse. And behind him... There's nobody. Well, the thing two man left, Ellis left, and I forget who the the third person is behind Ellis. I forgot Ellis is over in uh, yeah. Philly now. Well, yeah, yeah that, that's why I, th- I say if you're going to rebuild and you're going to have a specific division that you're going to stay in, that's where I'm saying go to Nashville. The yeah. thing I'm scared of is what if Yossi's done in a year or two. Where you're like, okay, we brought you I'm over. Pretty for sure nothing. He, I'm pretty sure he just recently he signed a pretty massive contract. Yossi's going to be there for a while. Have a first parent defenseman as in Klinberg and and you'll see that that's a scary first parent. It, yeah, it's, especially he sent an eight year extension. I take back what I said. Yeah, eight year extension. Yeah, here's so. the thing. I think Kyle said this before. They don't really have much goaltending beyond you'll uh, not you'll see you see sorrows. Mm-hmm. They they're gonna need the defensive help to kind of yeah. alleviate the pressure off of you see. Yeah. Well. So. Okay. Well. I was gonna say. As Bobo's trying to find uh, his no, thoughts. No, we're not. That's we're not there yet. So I'll get so, there when we get number there. six. Philip Forsberg. This is where I see Claude Giroux's replacement being. Wow. I can see Philip Forsberg going to Philly. See, I said Carolina or Dallas because if he's with Carolina, he's already a veteran. Oh, I, can, I can see Carolina. He's yeah. experienced as a veteran. If he would go to a young team like Carolina or Dallas, he's like, I'm going to show you the ropes. How the how I play as a seasoned vet. But here's my only thing with Carolina. They don't have the cap face yet. And as if they just, they, and as if they dub a Sebastian Ajo, That's what a I was, Jordan okay. Stahl, a friggin' Dude, Jordan Okay, Jordan Stahl's probably going to retire at the end of the year. No, he's no. too young. He's he's, a, he's only, what, 34? Yeah. He was drafted in 06. Yeah. Uh, Jordan well, Stahl, like, you got to clear some massive cap space in order to... Uh, put a, a, all right, put break. Aho in Buffalo. Aho and Klingberg go to Buffalo. Wow, news break. <laughs> there's, there's two too bad. They're too bad. Okay, but if they Let's have see someone Aho like going Aho... Do, going to do the Islanders. That'd be confusing. <laughs> Which Aho are talking about now, huh? I mean, we can the always fo- say... That's we, when you'd say the forward or the defenseman. I mean, we can always say Aho and act like we said Aho. Where, where do you see him? Where do you see Forsberg signing? Jeffy? I say Dallas. You can see Dallas as well? Mm-hmm. Colin? Uh, I know, I said. Here, here's my debate. Do you give up uh, John Glimberg or do you give up a uh, uh, Forsberg? Forsberg. Easy. If John you Gl- give up one, Klingberg you, can't, you can't give up the other. Klingberg is who you, you give up. That's the thing. You have to. Also, get... I think Forsberg is on Nashville. Forsberg isn't on Dallas. 
if you're gonna bring up a uh, bring in a Klingberg, you gotta give up Forsberg. But if you don't give, uh, if you don't bring Klingberg, you know you gotta keep Forsberg. So you, th- you see him resigning? Or you I, see him going, the, no, you see him going elsewhere because you said you think Kling, Klingberg's gonna go to Nashville. Yeah, it, it depends. So where do you see Forsberg going? Maybe Philly if Klingberg think doesn't. Go. Well? Yeah, if Klingberg doesn't go to Philly. It just depends on how the whole situation plays out. Yeah. Ranked number seven, Mr. Christopher Letang. Now, resigning with Pittsburgh, you, easy. No. Mm. You, That's what I you have. can probably see me where I'm going to go with this. We all know who loves to sign former Penguins defenseman, Washington Capitals. It's going to hurt. Yeah. I'm going to absolutely hate to see Letang on that that red blue line, that red jersey blue line. Well, but I can see it happen because they, they, lo- they love to go after our defensemen. If Latang, they, they love they, signing players that they have currently lost to in the past. If Brooks Orpik, <laughs> yeah. Justin Schultz. signs with Washington, it's going to be a year. Because Latang's at that point where if he gets hit the wrong way. I can way, see maybe three three or four because his current hit is what? 7.2. He wants more money compared to well, Malkin I, wanting I, less. I see him going to Montreal with the loss of Shea Weber. Ooh. I can see him going to Montreal. That'd be he, sick. He's, he's from the Montreal that area. Would, that's a red jersey I wouldn't mind him seeing. Yeah. That, that'd so be if, oh, Shea Weber in the tank. So if he goes anywhere, I can see him going to Montreal. That'd be... In attempts to replace That would be a Shea Weber. dirty blue the one. The I... Placed... Like, my one option was I... Kind of like what Kyle said. Washington, because obviously with past history with them picking up the former defensemen... I, but I think that L.A. Oh, Drew Doughty and Chris. Yeah, that's Ooh, who I thought. That's well, another good one. I mean, again, I'm going to bring up my fear with about that. And I was wrong the first time, but Drew Doughty, I don't know. How, Drew Doughty's what, mid-30s? He's only, 32. He's, I would say 32. I was going to say he's probably only got three or four years left. And Latang's probably only got one, maybe two. So if Latang has two years, okay, we'll go a college. That's exactly yeah. Drew Doughty's thirty-two. Boom. So okay, so we'll go off what Kyle said and say four years. Okay, say Drew Doughty has four years as well. When you have both solid defensemen retiring at the same time, who do you put in? Because two rookies ain't gonna fucking do it, yeah. unless they're like you can get them out of a draft like this, and you can get someone. Like, I don't even know. Again, John Klingberg. Bring up his name again. You get a John Klingberg over to fucking L.A. And he plays for a season or two so you can rebuild your defense around Klingberg. So, but, you, but you think the thing's going to resign with Pittsburgh? I think, I think he's going to Pittsburgh one through You think he's going to stay? I only think he's going to play... With him asking for a raise, no. I don't see him staying. If he, I did, didn't, if he didn't ask for the raise, I think he'd stay. I now, that he wants that, more, now that he wants more, he's not going to stay. Here's the thing. like With him asking for a raise... Like we we have very very solid defensemen yeah. in our in the AHL with Mark Friedman who can who proved he can be a solid number six, Pio Joseph who can prove he can be a solid number six even bump Friedman up to number five, you know that 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 Friedman and Pio Joseph I think that'd be a solid third line yeah a third a third line defense pair. Well, as much as I hate to say it, as much much as Paul would love to see Chris's hand go, you're gonna agree, aren't you? No, like it, it's it's all about like how much he's gonna go for. Yeah, we. Well, like, I, I know Penguins want to resign at least either A. Evgeny Malkin, and or Chris B. Brian Rust. Oh, see, it, if we were to somehow keep, I'd, 
I'd love to keep. I mean, worst okay. If I had a choice between Rust I, and Latang, I'm I, taking Rust any day. Any other yeah. That's how you, I, you can't yeah. break up that Sidney Crosby no. line, man. That, as much as hurt me to see Tanger go, yeah, I would it's gonna hurt. As much Rust. as we have a love hate relationship with him, it, it's time to part. I, mean, I swear to God, if Latang goes, Paul's gonna throw a fucking party down here. <laughs> All right, ranked number eighth is greatest goaltender to ever lace him up, Mark Andre Fleury. All right, off um, the oh, bat, he's residing with Minnesota. Off the bat, Minnesota's going to keep Edmonton, him for Edmonton. Really? Wait, here's the thing. Edmonton, him and Mike Smith. Edmonton has always had goalie problems. They have. Miko Kostadin and Mike Smith have always been so consistently inconsistent. So who do you keep, Kostadin or Smith? Smith. Neither. Really? Get rid of both. I, I'd say either. Oh. Get, so who's now, keep, Flurry's keep one, now keep one as a solid number two for a season. All right, and then who's, get rid of the and who's Flurry's backup, Smith or Kossinen? That's your choice to make. Here, okay. I'm keeping I'll, Mike I'll, Smith. I would go with Smith Here. just because of the experience. I'm keeping Mikey. I'm keeping Mikey, boy. Hear, hear me out. Mike Smith. But if he's like, he's so hit or miss when it comes to. So you would keep Mike Hold Smith? Hold on, hear me out. He is so hit or miss. He either has a great hot streak where he's so consistent and he's so good in that, and he has a cold streak where, you know, you, you might as well put a fucking beach ball in that. Well, that's how Miko is, too. Koskinen is but, the same no, way. But here's the thing. You have more good hot streaks with Mike Smith than you do with Miko. So, therefore, I'd much rather keep the better hot goaltender in a Mike Smith than a more, like, eh, Miko Koskinen. I Keep Mike Smith's back up for another year. The only reason I would side with Bubble and go with yeah, Koskinen I, is Mike Smith's age. Yes. That's, that's the what only I was reason thinking. I might well, side that, with Bubble. That, that's why I say Keith Mike, Mike Smith, Smith is what, 36 now? I'm Googling that, it right what, now. <laughs> that's why I'm saying Keep Mike Smith for another year while or Flurry drop, is dropping Edmonton. Okay, or drop Mike Smith to third string so you have a seasoned vet as a third string goalie. Yes, he's old in age. Yes, he's going to be cold. He might not play, but he's going to be sitting there making bank, and he's like, okay, yeah, but that's, I'm ready to do just, this. That's just kind of pointless. That's just kind of like, that's like very similar to what Tuka Rasko is doing, like being a third-string amazing goaltender. Oh, Speaking God. of, oh, go ahead. So, kind of, I have to actually side with Bobo. Well, Mike Smith says 40. He's 40 this year, yeah. So he's probably you got to dump Smith year, and keep... Because Mike Smith is again with well, all with all these that, that with, really okay, changed my opinion. Right. A, okay, listen. Here's the thing with all these young goal t- with all these young players now trying to charge the goalie. Mike Smith takes a wrong hip and he breaks a hip or he dislocates a shoulder. He's fucking done. But that's what, that's well, why I, goalies are that's why goalies are in their position. They're flexible. They can handle that. Still, if that, so, if, if I hit Kyle, if I'm six foot five, one hundred ninety pounds. I'm skating with a puck, and I hit Kyle's left shoulder, his catching shoulder, and I break his fucking rotator cuff. He ain't coming back for yeah, eight months. Yeah, but you're using, using me as a bad example because I'm only five eight. You're not going to find a goal. Okay, if I hit that, Colin, that, 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 Colin six three. If I hit Colin at not twenty five miles an hour, that's like getting hit by a fucking car. If I hit you and dislocate your rotator cuff, and I dislocate your shoulder, tear your rotator cuff, you ain't coming back for eight months, bitch. That that's the thing. Is Miko uh, not Miko? Is Mike Smith going to announce retirement this season? Because if he I is, didn't realize he, he was you know that old. Now that he's now that I see that age, I'm I'm have to side with Bobo and say Miko. I didn't realize he was yeah. that old. If Mike if Mike Smith is going to announce a retirement, you have no option as an Edmonton Oiler by saying, "Hey, we have to sign Mark Andre Fleury, have not assault number one, and Miko's number two just in case." Well, here's like, the thing. I'm say, I'm well, saying... Miko's getting up there. 
He's 33. But they, he's not as bad as Mike Smith. No. But I'm, I'm saying Flurry just just in my heart because I want it to happen. I want, yeah. I want him to go back to Pittsburgh for one year to end his career. It's, it's not, it's not going to happen. I'm writing that down just specifically to, to try to put throw, throw a prayer into oh. the end zone and hope it happens. Well, that that's where he signed a wind-day contract. Like Chicago did with Mar- Marin Hossa, signed mm-hmm. a wind-day contract, and then retired his number as Pittsburgh. Penguins. I have, yep. actually have somebody doing that later in this list. So. Yep. I, I agree um, with Colin. Ranked. Go ahead. Kind of what I, kind of like Kyle. I want to. I really would love Flurry to come back to Pittsburgh, but I think he's gonna stay in Minnesota because after immediately at once he keep that Cam Talbot Flurry one yeah. too. Like immediately when he went there, he was. You obviously saw like how much his attitude changed. Like he was, like he was actually happy to actually play the game again. Like cause he actually had a team around him. Yeah. And yeah. With, and in fact, and kind of goes back to like when he was in Vegas, one two the one two yeah. punch goaltend with Robert Leonard and him. Yeah. This time with Minnesota, it's the one two punch with him and Cam Talbot. So See, I think he's going to stay. Yeah. I think if I'll be honest, I almost put this beforehand. I almost put him in the bad block and go to Boston. I almost put him in Beantown. No. No. no moving no, on. No, moving no. on. No. All, right. All right. Speaking of Beantown, number nine ranked was Tukarask, but obviously. He, he retired, retired, so we can just move on to number 10 ranked, which is Claude Giroux. I see him. I don't see him re-signing with Florida. I see him going to Dallas. Um, I uh, um, I see him going with Florida for one, you think or, him with Florida? one or two seasons. He's hit, what's his hit? 8.2. 8.2. So I, Florida's young. They have the money. They're kind of looking up at Claude Giroux like a father. Like, hey, Dad? they're like, hey, Quad, I fucked up in this position. Can you do me a favor and help me out what I can do better next time? You know, Claude Drews, he's a, he has a great heart. We've all seen it. You know, he'll be more than happy to help one of those young guys on the ice. You know, even with the young goaltender on the ice, Claude Drews scored fucking, you know, how many goals? Every time he scores a goal, he's like, yeah, that's your weak side. Work on it. I'm going to shoot on that side so you know where I'm going. And then you work on his glove side. That's why Philadelphia was great for the longest time. Because I'm, I, get, I bet you any money in the offseason, they'd be like, okay, I'm going to go your weak side until you can physically go do one of these and block my shot. Then we're going glove side. I thought Bubba always gets physical with it. Every, every time he's talking, he's moving. Jeffy, where do, where do you see? That's my ADHD. i got to be physical. Where do you see Drew going, Jeff? Uh, I, wanna, I really want him to stay. What? Stay in Florida? Stay in Florida. Colin. I do see him resigning somewhere else. Where? Ottawa. Really? Yeah. They yeah. Need, they really? need, they need I mean, the help. They have the space. They have the space. Outside Matthew Kachuk. Who or Brady. Do they Brady Kachuk. Brady. One of the Kachuk One of them. <laughs> he, him, he, you got him, Josh Norris. Connor Brown. Uh, hold on. Connor Brown out, outside like, their depth of middle, who do they have? I mean, Rid- uh, riddle me this, Batman. I mean, you who could, do they have? You could middle? also put him as an offensive defenseman and have no. him play both no, sides but, of the but line. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> getting getting sidetracked again. Moving on to number eleven, Vinny Trocheck. I see him signing a lengthy contract with Carolina. They, like, yep. probably like eight since or nine he, years. It's gonna be a lengthy one. A... He's still pretty young. You know, he's, it's going to be lengthy. Yeah. Especially since he just had may a, not be massive on the money, but it's going to well, be a yeah, lengthy. Well, he only makes, he's just under five. He, he makes more and more and more every yeah. year. Yeah, 
Well, right it's now, be a lengthy one. for 21-22, he's just under 5 at 4.7, but only being... So I'm going to say it's me like like 6 or 7 years, 6, 7 million years. See, I said 4 years because Carolina's doing so great now. Remember what I said about Dallas in 7? They did had that great and they took a dive. I can yeah. see Carolina taking a dive in a year or two. I really can. Where, where do you see Churchick signing? I I see him signing with Carolina, but like two just years. not as long. I said yeah. two, maybe three, just enough to potentially win the cup or go to the playoffs. And then after he gets his fulfill, he might I mean, go to he's, a place. He's, like, he's only twenty nine, so he he can yeah. very very so sign he for might, six to seven. So he might go he's to gonna, a place. He's gonna have another length. Yeah, you think it's gonna be lengthy? I'm, I would love to see him in a place like where, Toronto. Where do you said Pittsburgh? Carolina again, but not as long. Four years. Four four, four six tops. I said, I said two to four tops. All right. Andre Palat, ranked number 12. Hear me out on this one. Vegas. Ooh. Here, here's my only counter-argument to that. Tampa now has the cap space to afford a plot in the bottom six position. Mm. I say keep Palat. You know, he obviously now he's has... Doing well. yeah, he, he's doing well. Yeah, number one, he's doing well. Number two, he has. I can, that, I can still see him re-signing with uh, Tampa, but if he doesn't, I could see Vegas. I, I said Nashville. I said I can see him in a Preds <laughs> uniform. You know, I can because being the goal ten, being the top one of the top goal scorers that he is, Nashville needs that kind of help. They're yeah, I mean, solid with offense. Well, he's only what twenty. He's 31 now. Wow, he's a lot older yeah. than I thought. So he, I can see him signing with Nashville to the end of his career. So I said maybe five years to retire at 36. I'm going to say he's going to stay with Tampa. Yeah. But if I had to say if he had a move, um, I'd say Seattle. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. Number 13, Hanfis Lindholm. This is where I can see Pittsburgh getting their Chris Letang replacement. Mm, I said, I'd say he's staying with Anaheim. Mm, well, remember he got traded over to Boston. Well, I see him going back to See him going right, right back over to Anaheim? Yeah, they, they need that help on defense. I said, I said Buffalo because they need the help more than Anaheim does. I but, said that's where you go with well, Buffalo. you put to start the rebuild, but they've been yeah. in the rebuild for the past 15 years. I uh, know. That's why, why I he, said to physically start it. He can go over there being the veteran defender that he is. They can build that team around him. I don't know if I him. veteran status quite yet. But Still, here, here's the thing. He has experience. He, yeah. here, here's my, my main thing with it. He knows Anaheim's system. He, he's comfortable mm-hmm. with it. He might, he might also have you know that soft spot with Anaheim where, like, okay, I want to go back. You know, this, this is the system I'm comfortable with. This is the system I know. I want to stay with Anaheim, and I want to finish my, uh, my career in, you know, in Look, California. I would love to see him finish with the Mighty Ducks, but at the same time, I don't see it. What do you see, Jeff? I think he's... That's another one he's going to stay in. Stay in Boston or go back to Anaheim? Go back to Anaheim. You think? I, I don't see it. I really don't because... I mean, An- I can, but I don't know. Pittsburgh is going to be looking for that Chris thing replacement. I think he's a very solid, very affordable one. Well, that's the reason but I said I, Chris Tang is staying because they're not going to be able to find one. At, at the same point, like you, you have your temporary replacement. You have Mike Matheson. You have a John Marino that can, you know, hopefully step that's up into, that, I, into a Chris Tang's replacement for the, for the time being. Well, yeah. that's uh, until the 20, uh, 21, 22 uh, UFAs come, come out. Yeah, and that's where they se- seem to find like, okay, this is how much we need a person to fill Chris Tang's gates. Yeah. 
versus well, not. Well, that's, that's why I thought he would stay in Pittsburgh. Because even if we got a young defenseman, you know how much that young rookie can learn from Latang? Yes, they can he's also learn a lot from Dumoulin too, because he's yeah. been he's been with us for now yeah. six years. Exactly. No, they they need that experience from you know somebody else that that's not I Chris Tang. Now again, Matheson, Dumo, somebody that's still quite on the younger side that he can keep up with. You know, I said I have my replacement for Ma- Latang, Marino right? is no the youngest defenseman yeah. on the blue line right now from Pittsburgh. Yeah, so. yeah. being what 23, 24? He he's only five months older than me. Oh keep wow, yeah, yeah, okay. So yeah. he right now. All right, Marino's about to turn 25. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I have my t- Tanger um, replacement later down the All list. Right. I will. So next. I, can, I think I can predict I where I you're know going. I think I know who you're going uh, Number 14, David Perron. I think it's simple. I think he re-signs with St. Louis for another yep. year, maybe That's two. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't. I don't think there's much See, argument to discuss on that with one. With him, with him being as old as he is now, where how old is he? Thirty-four. Thirty-four. Thirty-four, but he's only making four mil a year. So I, can, I can see re-signing for I two can, more years, probably still making four, maybe dropping yeah. down a little bit to like three point five. I honestly, that, with, that's even like yeah. pushing it. Yeah. Okay. I'm three point five, three point, you know, seven. Okay. Five, so. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. With Perron, he's definitely been hit or miss. But with Boston being in the playoffs, he's definitely gotten a lot you mean better. Louis. Or St. Louis. I'm sorry. Yeah, St. Louis. I'm so, yeah. So I can see him even going up to five, maybe six for the playoffs, you know, because, you know, they say money makes the world go round. They may pay him six mil a year, raise him up $2 million, and all of a sudden he's the star of the show, scoring goals, going takeaways, diving shots. He's like, oh, I'm making six mil. I can easily you also pay gotta for keep broken in, You rims. also got to keep in mind, you got Ryan O'Reilly in front of you. I you know. You got Vladimir Tarasenko in front of you. But at the same time, it's one of those things where as a defenseman, okay, O'Reilly and Tarasenko are both getting up there in age. Tarasenko, not Teres- so much. O'Reilly, yes, but Tarasenko, O'Re- not so okay, much. Okay, so O'Reilly. Let's say O'Reilly retires in the next year and we bring on a rookie and there's a two-on-one. Tarasenko might not be able to handle that. <laughs> then you get a young gun like that, and he's like, okay, I got you guys. Watch, just throws his body and blocks a shot. All right, moving on. Number 15, Nazem Kadri. I got a little bit beforehand. Um, kind of going, going to a different team that Colin went to prior. I can't remember who we sent here. I got Nazem Kadri going to Ottawa. Yeah, that that's where I said Drew, but Drew, like, okay. I don't. With him being a former Toronto Maple Leaf, I don't see him going to any other Canadian team that's not named Toronto. Yeah. So I mean, I, I I give him two options. I either see him staying in Colorado, or I see him going back to Toronto. Okay. So one one of those two options. I'm actually the opposite with what Colin says about him being up in with a Canadian team. I say Calgary. I'm biased, and I said I mean, Pittsburgh. Kadri, his his uh, hit being what four point five. He's only thirty one, so he's still younger, getting older. He's he's like he's like dead dead in the he's middle. He's like mid 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 tier. He's not too old. He's not young, but you know, he, still, he's still, a, still definitely has a lot of juice left in him. He, yeah, yeah, he's thirty one as of right now. Yeah. yeah, I'm biased, and I said Pittsburgh or Tampa. I know I said I Calgary. Would, I would have loved to see he's him. In Calgary. Ooh, that's why I said I kind of went against what Colin said. And being going to another Canadian team, I, that's why it's I, it, it's tough because like with him being drafted and you know playing for Toronto for a long time, I don't see him going to any other one of the seven like six other major Canadian teams. So yeah, it's tough to say. Yeah. All right, uh, moving on to the number sixteen, Darcy Camper, goaltender, obviously age thirty-two, has a cap hit of four point five million. So Kyle, where do you see? I see him resigning, um, Colorado. 
Yeah. I mean, they don't have a whole lot other options. And they could try to go after and get Grubauer back. But or Mark on Deferry, depending on what the cap space is like. But yeah. yeah. I, 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 just, I, I agree with Kyle. I see them resigning. Yeah. I don't. I, I didn't think of Flurry going. I don't. Be, I really don't. Where do you, where do you want be, to see him go? To be honest, I'd be very happy to see Flurry there, too. But I've seen Kemper... Uh, re-signing. I said I see I can see Kemper re-signing with Tampa or St. Louis. That's not re-signing. Or sign. <laughs> I'm sorry, signing with Tampa or St. Louis. I could see St. Louis before Tampa. Because St. Yeah. Louis, I, I can or, see with Bennington be just about to be retire in a year, no. maybe. No. no. But well, you are way out of my right. out of here, out of your league, dog. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, he might be a good second to Bennington. That's what I. Yeah, he might be a good second secondary to Bennington. But with uh, Darcy taking the workload and being that number one goaltender in Colorado, Colorado's not going to let him go. I say, I and he's based off of. What, what he's done this year, he's done really well. He's at first, he's I almost it. said Pittsburgh. He did a Lewis. lot better than I thought he would. Don't give me no, no offense to Darcy Kemper, but he has done a lot better yeah. than I thought he would. Well, like I said, at first I said Pittsburgh or St. Louis or St. Louis, because I was like St. Louis, yes. Because I was like maybe the or I was like maybe St. Louis might need a good backup <coughs> for when bidding for when Bennington retires, he can be the number one. No. Or Dar- Dar- I was gonna say Darcy's yeah. way older than is he? Because Dar- yeah. uh, Darcy's thirty-two. I think Jordan's like twenty-five. He's, he's, my, he's my age. Remember that that cup run in nineteen? That was his rookie season. Not, not really his rookie season because like, he, 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 he like the the twenty sixteen Murray situation. He only started know, I, fifteen games. Didn't start enough games to be considered not okay. be considered a rookie. I honestly didn't know that. I thought he was in the league a lot longer because he's been playing like he's been in the league a lot longer. Uh, number 17, Ricard Raquel. I see him sending a, a smaller contract with the Penguins. It won't be anything massive, yeah. but it yeah. won't be anything too minor. I'd say maybe probably like two to three million a year, three, two to three years. I mean, well, keep, keep in mind, he has a $3.7 million cap hit this season. Oh, is it that can, much? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I can see him going to maybe three and a half. 3.5 me or three being the basement. It, yeah, if, if he's going to stay in Pittsburgh, or if he wants to stay in Pittsburgh, I say three. Yeah, I can see. I can see he's going. He's going to want to stay. He, watching Mary, he definitely looks like he's having a lot of fun oh, playing out yeah. there next to Malkin. Even when he's down on the third, if he's down on the third line next to Carter, you could tell he's having a lot of fun out oh, there. Oh, absolutely. So, so I, I, I see him right. staying in Pittsburgh. It's just the the debate. Like of when, how when, much when, when I when, even when I found out we were getting him, I was psyched. I like, remember, especially when Kyle, I found out we, that we didn't give up much for him. I was like, yeah. I was psyched that we were I getting him. I mean, I think the biggest thing I was excited about. Was we got rid of Simone. Simone, yeah. I was that like, was the, I think that was, that was the like, thing. All you had to happen. say was Simone. Oh, we win the trade. Boom, done. <laughs> See, I, 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 much, I, I, even the, the even though we gave up a lot, we didn't we, give up we, a lot, but we gave up a lot. Two players and, and two draft picks. Well, I still we, think we, we won the trade. We gave up a lot in a depth board and Czar. Yeah, mm. like Czar was good as a fourth line winger, but like, like, we, like, like Raquel how, how Raquel good. has played, he's proven we've won the trade. Yeah, so far. Number 18, Andre Burakovsky. This was one of them I skipped because I don't know nothing about. So I'm former just gonna, Otter, you former skipped. Otter. I did. <laughs> I don't know a lot. Of, I don't know a lot about him. I'm sorry. I so. see him also going over to the Smash City of Nashville. Regardless of where he signs, I feel like he'd be a valuable asset as a middle six forward. Yeah. Whether it's yeah, you know, he's making what, four four point nine million years twenty seven. He's, he's consistent like he's, he, he's a consistent middle six four. Yeah. Regardless of where you put him, whether so it's, it's in a still, Colorado, still, still pretty young. So 
it, it won't be again. It won't be a massive like eight million seven year. Mm-hmm. I could see it probably being four he, years, eight six million year maybe. He's a consistent second or third line right winger, but like the question is, where do we want to see him sign, or where should we see him sign? I probably, outside, outside of Colorado. It's tough because like yeah, because I who who wants to go off a stellar Colorado lineup? Yeah, yeah. So it, it's tough. Yeah, because it's tough because I like him where he's at. Next, we got Ryan Strom at number nineteen. I can see him resigning with the Rangers. He's been having a blast with the Rangers. He's been doing okay with the Rangers. I see him signing maybe a six or seven year, a nice lengthy extension to where he can build his experience with I, the team he's surrounded actually, by. Hear, 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 hear me out on this one. Well, L.A. Here's my only thing with Ryan Strom: How far will the Rangers go this year in the playoffs? Are they going to lose out in seven to the Penguins? Are they going to move into round two and face a potential Boston Carolina matchup? Yeah. How how far are they gonna go? So it it, it depends. I, I think for him. If he leaves, I actually see him going to um, the other New York team, the Islanders. Going going right right across the yep. right across the road, basically. Yep. Right down see, right down the road. I, I don't see the Islanders being able to afford him or be to be able to put him into a a, a forward spot. Yeah. You know? So I, I see him going out of state, but not by far. Not too far. If. If he's going out of state, I say again Philadelphia. I can even see him in Pittsburgh. No, no? can't afford him. Nope. Okay. Depends on depends on how we do. I mean, we. I mean, I, we haven't seen an off season with Brian Burke yet, so I mean, yeah. it, it all depends. Uh, number twenty, Joe Pavelski. Um, no, Bobo, not Jumbo Joe. Yeah, I thought that when I first typed his name, and I'm like, that's the wrong one. Joe Pavelski, I mean, he's what, 30, 38? He's, he's, he's pretty damn old. And his salary cap right now so is So I can see bucks. him either just flat out retiring at the end of the season, or what? I can see him signing like a one or two year contract with one of the basement teams, such as Arizona. I said he's retiring because his contract is 7 mil. Yeah. Yeah. Or I honestly thought about putting signing two years. So like Kyle said, but with a team like Buffalo or Arizona, another basement team, and then them retiring maybe his number. They I'm saying he's retiring, but he signs a one-day contract with uh, San Jose, and then retiring his number mm. to go down in San Jose. I don't think. Yeah, I really don't think about that. Yeah, he, he's not one of those star yeah. players, but like he's again, he's a bottom six forward where yeah, yeah, he's not, not going to be that. That consistently. Good, if he's so. gonna go where I, it's gonna be one of the other bottom. Yeah. Bottom oh yeah. Teams. No doubt. Number twenty-one, Nino Niederreiter. I got him resigning with Carolina. It won't yep. be anything too. Again, it won't be anything too massive. It won't be anything you know minor. Because he he's not too old, if I'm not mistaken. He's twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Yeah. He's so he's again mid mid tier. So I, I can, can see him maybe being lengthy, but it won't be like a, a massive money. I have him resigning with Carolina. But at the same time, I can see him going to a more veteran team like Boston or Tampa, where they have the experience. Because he's, you know, he's probably, you know, I can he's, see Boston. I don't know if I can see Tampa. I can see Boston. Pro- he's probably at the point where he's like, okay, I've been in this for six or seven years, and I kind of want a cup. 
And Boston is always one of those cup contenders where if, you know, they make, they've been making the playoffs every year, but it's the point whether they win it or not. Yeah. You know, even if he makes the playoffs and he loses in the third round, he's like, okay, I've made it. What do you think, Jeff? Um, he's going to resign. You think resign, Colin? You agree? I agree with Jeffy. Yeah. He's going to resign. Yeah. For, for a much lesser, you know, than you know, five and a quarter mil. Yeah. He's yeah. Carolina. Yeah. I thought it was 5.2. That's what I had. Well, five and a quarter. Yeah. It's five and a quarter mil. Oh, okay. Yeah. Five, so close yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, Josh Manson comes in at number 22. I also see him re-signing with Anaheim. This is actually where I see um, Pittsburgh replacement, replacement for Chris Latton. Okay. See, okay. I said it. I honestly, in my notes, Kyle can back me up. I said sign with a struggling defensive team because he's already that veteran. And he can, or not a veteran, I should say. Josh Manson's 30? Yeah. Wow. Where he's had a couple years I of... I thought ex- he got traded from the Ducks. Just Manson? Did he? I thought he got traded in the deadline. Oh, uh, while, while you two talk, I just, I'm going to Google. I think so, did he? I just thought, I'm like, wait. You went thinking of Lindholm. Hampus Lindholm. Um, over to no, no, no. Jeffy's right. Where'd he go? He, he got traded from Anaheim to Colorado. Yeah. Oh yeah. So Jeff, oh, really? Jeff, Jeff is right. Yep. Okay. So I can, mistake then. I can see him leaving Colorado, but I can see him going to a team again a struggling defensive team, Buffalo, Arizona, um, Jersey. One of those teams I, where they need a good blue liner see, I to saw, help them. Seeing that, I thought he was still. I didn't know he got. I didn't realize he was one of those I, like a trade. I I'm, I'm like, at the side of Bubble then. Like one one of those struggling defensive teams. He can be a very solid second second line pairing. Even can even he's proven his potential to be a first line pairing. We'll go with Toronto think, and they can lose in the second, not the first. Yeah, but I still think this is going to be he'd be the replacement for Chris Okay, Yeah, that'd be nice. I could see that. I'd like that I, too. Yeah, I can see it too. Now that Jeffy says that, I can definitely see it. But I Colin, yeah, I don't know. I don't have a comment towards John Manson or Josh Manson. Sorry, no, no on. All right. Mark Giordano, this is the one where I can see him signing a one-day contract with Calgary and announcing his retirement. I, I got a second, yeah. Kyle. He, he beat me to it, so. I was about to say, he. I that's an easy one. I have to agree. I Honestly, I put him signing with the Kraken for a year as a rebuild point because Kraken suck. They're not Same re- re-signing for one more year? I said re-signing with Seattle Kraken so the Kraken can so build So get traded team. back. Yes. Man. So Kraken can build their defense around Giordano and have a solid, stable defense in front of Grubauer. Because let's be honest, Grubauer's an amazing goaltender, but he has to play with a solid defense in front. Because Giordano, he was traded at the dead, dead end, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, he did was. he go back to Calgary? Or? No. Oh, he went to uh, Toronto. Yeah. Toronto. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been with 14 different fucking teams, so it's hard to no, keep track. he's been uh, with, like, two. Uh, who am I thinking of? Uh... Galchenyuk. Yeah. So to the G, that must mean Galchenyuk. Close to five. Yeah, da, 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 Joe Pavelski. Oh, it's Jumbo Joe. Jumbo Joe. No. <laughs> I mean, there's only right. two Joes in the Moving on. Number 20. Joe number 24, Alexander Radulov. I, I see him. I, really? I didn't know much he's about a him. Bigger, he's a bigger name. I see him, if they can, you know, punch some numbers and, and wiggle, make some wiggle room, I could see him going to Minnesota. Going go, go to a rival. I don't see him re-signing in the, in the NHL. 
I see him going over to Russia. To KHL? Yeah. I, I, did see, I did see a couple people in that, like predicting that or thinking that he might go over there. That's literally what the website says here. Because yeah. especially he's been battling that upper body, that ab core injury. I don't know what it was. But the NHL might be too tough. Because there's literally a hit every, what, five seconds in the NHL? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like if he's... You're Brooks Orpik and you get six hits in a matter of ten <laughs> seconds. Yeah. <laughs> If he's going to skate and he breaks another rib, dude, he's going to be done. He's going to retire at fucking 38, 37. He's 36 right now. He'll retire. I didn't think he was that old either. Holy oh God. He's going to retire at Jesus. seven with two broken ribs. I didn't realize he was yeah. What, what, what do you say, Jeff? So this one was a tougher one. I mean, mm-hmm. that's kind of why. That's kind of why I skipped it. I think this is, might be the one where he. He possibly leaves the NHL and goes to the... Can you agree with Colin? Yeah. Okay. Number 25, Mr. Jack Campbell. I see him getting a massive, massive contract with yeah. Toronto. Yep. Agreed. Yep. Like Agreed. Massive. Yeah, well, he, he might potentially end up with how stupid Toronto likes to do with their money. I he see. might be the top paid goaltender in the league. Yeah. I said, as much as we... <laughs> much as we pick on Soupy. Yeah, on, on Toronto so much... It'd be a big mistake if they didn't yeah. resign him. And then oh, yeah. Toronto's well, pretty good at that. The so, only yeah. thing I can where I can see him going is a team again like I can a base. Also team. see Steve Dangle's raging and raging video if they were to trade him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my only thought by just as loud and just as voice cracky as the Phil Kessel trade. Yeah. Well my my only thought <laughs> My only other thought, I have him re-signing with Toronto. My only other thought was go with another basement team. And that way they have a solid, stable goaltender. They can build a defense around him. Yeah, but we've seen how amazing goaltenders go to do with basement teams, a.k.a. Mark Andre Fleury. I Andrew know. But a.k.a. Philip Krubauer. A.k.a. Matt, Matt, Matt Murray. I know, but hey, you never know. He I believe this is another one. Right Number 26 is another one. Uh, Bubba said he skipped Valtteri Nushkinen. Yeah. I, I, I see him signing, probably just re-signing with Abs for a year. He's not not a huge name. That's sad. So maybe him, he's going he's gonna to re-sign for maybe a year, like probably, probably league minimum, because I the believe minute, he's a fourth liner. The minute I looked at that name, and I'm like, nope, never heard <laughs> of him. I'm like, I don't, yeah, I, I don't think there's much. I don't think, no offense to him, he's not. A big enough name to talk about. I'm surprised yeah. he made the top 30. Rather than, I'm surprised Brian Rust didn't make this list. Yeah. Uh, number 27, Paul Statsny. I see him signing up in British Columbia in Vancouver. Uh, I see him staying in Winnipeg. You think? I say stay yeah. in Winnipeg. Um, he, he's definitely one of those centermen that uh, that you can see as a solid rebuild for Winnipeg. Obviously missing the playoffs this year. As a that veteran, but do you experience. think it? Do you think just because of one year missing the playoffs, do you think it's already rebuild time? They've been on the downslope yeah. ever since they came from Atlanta to Winnipeg. They've been on the downslope, and like outside, I mean, they made it all the way to the camera. Forget they made it all the way to the conference finals in 2018. They, they, that, they that, lost that, to that Vegas. Does, that doesn't matter because you know Vegas is a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. So Winnipeg, ever since they moved, so, resigning. Again, ever since their move from Atlanta to Winnipeg, as well, he, he, he's also pretty old. He's also thirty six. Where do you see him going, though? I said Montreal or Dallas. I I won't. Uh, here, I can see only, Montreal. Here, here's my only other thing. I don't see him signing for much if yeah. not. Le- well, yeah, right so. now he's three point seven mil- three point seven million is his cap. So even if you drop him to three and a half <laughs> or basement three. Son for three million with Montreal, 
that might be worth something. Or even if he goes to Dallas and he's on um, the line with, I can't think of his name. The, you know, you can push him to winger and has set the center is losing him. Shakely? Yeah, with Dallas. Come on, Dallas? I'm thinking Dallas. If he were to get pushed out to Dallas, who's the... Sagan? Tyler Sagan, Jamie yeah. Benn. Jamie Benn, ben. Tyler Sagan, and Paul Stastny at first line. I don't think, I don't see Paul making first line. No. But Maybe second. Third. Third, third, third at third. best. Third. Wow. third is third is the third is the ceiling. He, he's wow. def, he's definitely a good uh, depth forward. Yeah. yeah, I thought first or second just on the experience he's had in the NHL because Stastny is a name that everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Getting towards the end here, number twenty-eight, Max Domi. This is where I see Calgary getting their Johnny Gaudreau replacement. I see Max Domi going up to Calgary. I I, I can see him going back to Columbus. Going right back over to Columbus. That's it. That was my original thought was go back to Columbus, but I think he'll go up to Ottawa. You think I, Ottawa? I said Washington or Boston. Being he's only 27 and his cap is three five point three. He's still only 27? Yeah. He's 27. Well, and he's another one of those that feels like he's been around for a yeah. long-ass time. Yeah, he's, well, 27? he's 27 and his cap is 5.3. Put him with a veteran team like Washington or Boston and he's the next Alex Ovechkin. No. no, no, it won't be that good. Okay, but you get what I'm saying. He's the next so top like line or some, the next second liner. So the reason why I said Ottawa, or well, Washington, and putting him next to like Kuznetsov, ooh, that'd be that's that'd what be I'm pretty. Saying, that'd be that's nice. what I'm saying. That'd be nice. No, the, nice. the ice isn't cold. Okay. <laughs> have, I mean, as much as we say, so that make the second line what Tom Wilson, Kuznetsov, and Max Domi. Tom Wilson's on the first line. Is he on the first line? Yeah, with Obi. Yep. Okay. Yeah, o- Obi's the left winger. So it's Oshie's well, on this, so it'd be well, Oshie, it's, Kuznetsov, Domi. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. The second line would be Oshie, Backstrom, and Domi. I would say Kuznetsov on the first Kuz, line. Kuz, I thought Backstrom was the, the center for, for Kuzi's on no, the first line. Yeah, it's, it's Kuzi, Ovi, and Wilson on the first line. What was right? Oh. Kuzi, Ovi, Wilson the first line, and then Cole's well, right with the second line. Uh, assuming Tom Wilson's healthy. Well, well, the thing about Tom assuming Wilson... Assuming he's not serving a suspension. Exactly. <laughs> Healthy, not serving a suspension, you not a the words box. out of my mouth. But then again, Tom Wilson say, you know... Fucking pussy. No, no, he's just... Where did, you, where did he, you say for Dummy? Um, I said Ottawa. I feel Ottawa. like he'd be the one, like... Because obviously, like you said, we said earlier, like, who else is there other than Matthew the Chuck and... Yeah. Brady, I mean, Brady, Brady the Chuck. Um, and then yeah. up in Ottawa, like... They can, right. he can have somebody else to add to that. Well, fi- the same, fi- I mean, if he's in Ottawa, he'll, he might make a great thing, but I don't know. Final uh, final two here. Phil Kessel, I see him signing with the Canadiens de Montreal. I see him going back to Boston. The team that drafted him? Yeah, yeah. Be third line, fourth liner. Yeah. Second line be behind the top top three. You know, Patty B, Pasta, and the Rap. I have. And then be on that second line with um, Hall. Um, and and who? I have both black and gold, Boston and Pittsburgh. The team that you signed him. Come back to Pittsburgh. Or he can come back to Pittsburgh for a day and be and retire and retire his number as a Penguin. He's not old enough to retire quite yet. He's only what 34? Okay. But you know what I mean. You know. I, I gotta agree with Colin. I'd Go. love to see him re-sign with Pittsburgh, but I don't think it's gonna happen. I, neither do I. That's I, a hot. I, take I feel like have. we are. I do 
I feel like with the release of most likely Chris the Tank and Brian Russell, I can see it. I see it's going after a much bigger name, much younger, as yeah. in Johnny Gaudreau. Maybe can maybe even say Max Domi, but go after one of those younger, much much higher profile names. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with Colin that he goes back to Boston. You think? I yeah, can see, I can see that. now that I have Boston and Pittsburgh, I'm gonna agree with Colin that he goes back to Beantown. The fucking coffee making. And city. finally, number thirty, Riley Smith. I see this poor fella going to Seattle. <laughs> this poor little fella. Unfortunately. Sorry, man. Like, do you um, agree? Go, I'm going from Team Thirty One to Team Thirty Two. <laughs> I honestly see him going back. I see him resigning with Vegas. You see him resigning? I see him resigning with Vegas. Although Vegas, you know, they're not really. They're like fifty-fifty with playoffs and not playoffs. But it's like, man. He's one of those teams, or Vegas is one of those teams where they can use a Riley Smith as a third liner or a fourth assuming, liner. Assuming he can like, release a, a toxic cancerous player, aka Jack Eichel. Okay, so we'll, you know Jack Eichel goes to fucking Calgary, then you're signing Riley Smith, right? Then Calgary's gonna be losing it. Assuming, <laughs> assuming they. <laughs> or we'll say, uh, then we'll say Jack Eichel goes to fucking New Jersey. They lose anyways. Yeah. All right, other 2022 UFAs to watch for, Ryan Murray, R- Rasmus Verslein, Jonas Corpulus, P.K. Supan, Jeff Carter, and other big names like that. So We can't, we can't forget Jeff Carter just signed that two-year contract that, like not too long ago. So You're, you're right. I, you, when, we, when we were in Pittsburgh for the... Columbus. Columbus game. Columbus. It was the Columbus yeah, game. Yeah, Columbus game it was like like during that weekend we found out he resigned. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm I'm just reading off the list of yeah the thehockeynews.com. So. Okay. But e- either way, like some of these top names, like you you see on, on here, like some some of these teams that could use it. I see. I see now after we debated about the Mike Smith and Miko Costing, I see Miko on this list. Yeah. Okay. So I told her he's going to be a UFA this coming off season. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Uh, one minor thing: I know we've done the uh, the games to watch for. Now it's the uh, the series to watch for, or the potential games to watch for. Let's start in the West, the Pacific. Obviously, the number two Oilers hosting the number three Kings. Obviously, that game is going on as per recording. Uh, game four. Uh, the LA Kings ho- uh, up two to nothing on the Edmonton Oilers. The Oilers have a two to one series lead. So uh, again, do we do we see this you know, going on with the potential lead? I mean, my my original prediction was LA in seven. So we can definitely we can, that's one that we can still end up seeing happen. So I mean, it's I I can still see it going to seven. Um. My, I think the winner might end up changing. I do think Edmonton, with the way they played in these first three games, I could see them taking it. But I, I still think it's going to seven, regardless. Uh, but well, um, I'm gonna say I think I said LA in six. I don't know off the top of my head, but I think I said LA in six, trumping the Oilers. And that's what I. I originally, I think I was the only one that said Edmonton in five. Mm-hmm. Um. So I still think that that, that still can't happen if Edmonton can pull this. Come, I mean, they're only down by two. It's so not pulling off a massive to... comeback. But I said Edmonton in six, so it could still happen. Yeah. Regardless of how this game ends. Yeah. So next one is the number one Calgary Flames hosting the Dallas Stars. 
Uh, game four is Monday, May 9th, 9.30 p.m. Dallas currently leads the series 2-1. to one. Which, that's surprising. Uh, mine, mine can still happen. I said Calgary in six. I mean, they'd have to win the next three to be able to do that, which I believe, what, two of, no, I think only one of the next three are at home. But I know my my series has already been is wrong because I originally had Flames winning it in five. You said five yeah. and five. Yeah, same here. I I think I did enough. originally, but I think I did change it last second to six. Well, I don't know. I think I I agree with Jetby, and I think I had Flames in. Well, I'm already wrong, so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember what I had. I think I stuck with. You can make your life a whole lot easier and pull up your bracket. And that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> I'm moving on while Bobo's struggling over there. Yeah. Um, it's the Avalanche with Predator, Predators. Uh, Avalanche currently up 3 to nothing with Game 4 Monday, May 9th at 9.30. I didn't originally say uh, Colorado in 5. I know this for sure. Um, it could happen. It depends how the Nashville kind of pulls out. I still think the way, especially... How? If David Riddick can pull his head out of his ass, I can see Nashville pulling one out. But I, I originally said Nash or Colorado mm. sweeping. I still think it's going to happen. I, yeah. and I, I also said the same thing. There you go. In but my bracket that Colorado was going to sweep. Yeah, I had the Flames in five. I'm not, but and you had I Colorado in six. We're not underestimate Nashville, especially since their game four is still in Nashville. So. Yeah, so yeah, we I, saw how Game Three worked. Game they won yesterday was it seven to two? Yeah, <laughs> Nashville crowd didn't do too much of a job on that one. Yeah, so <laughs> going back on mine, I had Flames in five and I had Colorado in six, which yeah, I'm out. And now, uh, finally, Minnesota and St. Louis. Currently, I believe St. Louis has no, a two-one lead. Or is it tied? So, uh, it's tied. With, with Tonight the, it's tied. Yeah, with the win today, five to two. This series is currently tied at two. I did say uh, it going to seven with St. Louis getting the, the win. I, I, said, I think that's right. Last second, I changed and agreed with you and said St. And Louis me, in seven. and seven. Me and Bob were the so only Minnesota two. Minnesota seven. I think we all said seven. Yeah. We all said seven. But we, so we, were, we, that, we were split down the middle for the winner. Yeah, because that is going to be a barn burner. It, 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 is, it has been show. so far. What did I say? I said it was going to be one, and everybody was like, oh, you know, Minnesota's going to, or not Minnesota, uh, St. Louis is going to sweep a Minnesota in five. And no, I'm we, like, we all said seven. <laughs> talking about the people on Facebook who Oh, that, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll talk right. about us. No. All right, moving on to the East, the Atlantic. Uh, obviously, with the, uh, the Toronto win, 7-3 to three over the Toronto Maple Leafs in Game 4 in Tampa. You said with the Toronto win over the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah, you said with, Toronto. <laughs> with the Tampa, Tampa win, 7-3 to three over the Toronto Maple Leafs. Isn't it the Tampa Maple Leafs? Didn't you misspeak again? Oh, my God, guys, Colin misspoke, and he said the Tampa Shut Maple Leafs. Shut the fuck Leafs. up, Bobo. <laughs> um, yeah, with, with the Tampa... Win over Toronto, seven to three. The series is currently tied at, four, uh, at two apiece. I'm saying Tampa in seven. I'm stick. I'm still sticking with it. Toronto in seven. I said Toronto in six. Toronto. I do. Never mind. I do have Toronto in six. I have I Toronto in six. I, 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 that wrong. I do have Toronto in six. I was with Colin Tampa yeah. in seven. So if I Toronto wins another game, I am S O L. 
if 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 Toronto can pull off Game Five in, back at home, I don't. I can see them having that firepower to yeah to embarrass embarrass the reigning champions on home ice. All right, moving on. Uh, the number one, the President's Trophy winner, Florida Panthers, hosting the Washington Capitals. What is happening with? Washington currently leads two to one in the series with Game Four. Being May 9th at in Washington. Yeah, what happened, man? I Whoa. said Florida and seven. I originally said Florida and five, so that's I the first one that I'm guaranteed to be wrong so yeah. far. That was the other one I was wrong. Yeah, I, I had Florida. And see, I well, like I said when we first talked about this, Washington has the firepower, and I said they were going to drop. And they had the playoff one. experience. Yes, I said they were going to drop game one. I. I actually said Florida and six, so technically my my dreams are still alive. Mine are too. Me and Kyle's. <laughs> yeah, you guys are SOL. May, may you rip in pepperonis. <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on to the Metro. Uh, number one, Carolina Hurricanes uh, tied with the number seven Boston Bruins at two apiece. Uh, obviously with Boston, get the 5-2 win today, May 8th. Uh, the 5-2 score with you know, the rat getting five points tonight. Again, I have Carolina in seven. All my games are in five, six, or seven. This is the other one that I'm I'm guaranteed to be wrong in because I said Carolina in five. So that's the other other one that I'm guaranteed to be wrong in. Games-wise, obviously. And I had Carolina in six. Uh, This one I said Boston in seven. Ooh. This one was the one I... forgot that was your hot take, yeah. And this is my hot hot take, take the, the upset. I mean, yes, uh, hell, you never know. I mean, with Carolina's definitely had their points, but at the same time, so is Boston. Yeah, I mean, but Bo- Boston's hungry. Oh, they're, fuck they're yeah. hungry. So, I, I guess you can go either way. But I, again, that's why I said Boston seven because they're, they're they, they want to go. Yeah, they they really want to go. They they want to. Hey, make them. I mean, worst case scenario, Boston drinks some hurricanes for fucking celebration. Look at that. All right, the last. Playoffs, uh, playoff seed here. It's the number two New York Rangers hosting the number three Pittsburgh Penguins. Pittsburgh currently leads two to one, going into Game Four in Pittsburgh, uh, May 9th at 7 p.m. Which the four of us will be driving we'll, down to Pittsburgh, we'll be watching it on the big screen outside and, the arena. Okay, uh, keep an eye on our YouTube pan- channel because we might be vlogging this. I don't know. I don't. I'd, know. Like, oh. I'd like to again. I'd I would like, like to. Because um, this is obviously. A, our first of all doing this. Yeah. Actually, Colin and Bobo have done this. Yeah, literally, it was yeah. a text. Because like, I the, think I remember your story. This is the game. You went to the game where um, Tom Wilson hit that cheap shot on. After yeah. Three yeah. 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 Game five See, back in 2018 when yeah. Washington won it all. So. See, Bobo Bo and I are the only two in studio to have had the opportunity to do something like this. So. Well, it was funny because Colin texted me the morning of. I was up at like 8 a.m. for some reason. Colin texted me this night and he goes, Bobo. You want to go tailgate the Penguins game later? And I'm like, fuck yeah, let's go. And he picked me up at like 3 o'clock. And I was like, ever since, you know, I'm like, I've wanted to go back. Yeah, ne- neither of us have done this at, po- at yeah. that point. So they, and we're like, what should we do? So I, I had a cool <laughs> for a pop, full pop. And then, yeah. hey, let, let's just go chill there and you know, so, uh, support our Penguins. And- yeah. yeah this, now, is, this is one where I said Penguins in six and it can still happen. Let's hope it does. I said penguins. Fingers in, crossed. I said pens in seven because I can still smell a win with the Rangers. I, yeah, I think I was the only one that was going against the Penguins in this series. Um, because I felt like, and I said this last week, I felt like I gave them luck with them going against them, but the Rangers in five. It's 
But I think if the Rangers win, that's not going to necessarily. So here, here's the so thing. So I will, if the Rangers win, I'll be wrong yeah. tomorrow. So here, here's the thing. I've, I, I've done three different brackets. Are you wrong in two of the three? I yes. did. I did one with the four of us, and I did one like actual NHL league. Yeah, so, like, so, the whole the whole challenge. So the one league I said Rangers in five, but in our oh no, I'm sorry, in our bracket I did, said Rangers in five, but in all together I said Pittsburgh in seven. Which yeah. obviously the Rangers in five isn't going to happen. So the the Penguins in seven is still a possibility. But the only thing I'm scared about if the Penguins go in seven is if the Penguins play either Carolina or Boston. If they play Carolina. That's going to be a rough. See, of all, if series. we were to play, I'd rather lose to a team that actually is a cup contender. As a cup, I mean, Boston yeah. is too. But yeah, not I mean, as good as if. But I'd rather have them lose to a team. What is it? It's a redemption from uh, 2013 when we had people like Jerome McGinley, UC Okanen, yeah. where like we we got swept in the conference finals to Boston. So. Twenty also twenty thirteen. Yeah, well, we're the, we we think that, we were that, the president trophy winner that year. We were the best team. No, we we weren't, but were we? we were heavy favorites because we got we got those players in in the the uh, the lockout season because of you know contract negotiations. So mm-hmm. it's again one of my two series is still alive. It just yeah yeah. All right, y'all, that's it. This week's episode, episode fifty something. I yeah, can't. I think it's sixty now. Honestly, it's been a while. <laughs> it's it has been. All right, mother buckers, just follow us on social media. We'll come out with more social media stuff later. Once we all, you know, tailgate tomorrow. Not, not not tailgate, but like once we get more social media out there. Otherwise, we'll see you later, mother buckers. See ya. Woo! See ya.